Best day, dear parents. Best day, dear learners. Best day, dear knowledgeable others. Best day, dear listeners. You are currently listening to the Amalung National High School Bakulod Extensions podcast channel. Today, you will be listening to the reading and writing skills class of Mr. Jennerwin T. Contilio to process the competency, identify the unique features of and requirements in composing professional correspondence through writing a resume with MELC's code EN1112 RWS slash IVHJ slash 13.1 Just listen, learn, and enjoy Listen, learn, learn and enjoy Without so much ado, may we welcome Mr. Jennerwin Hello, grade 11 students. How are you? I hope you are all doing great. This is once again your teacher, podcaster, Jennerwin T. Contilio of Amulung National High School, Bakulod Extension, welcoming you to the Reading and Writing Skills class. Our writing activities on composing book review, literature review, research report, project proposal, and position paper were already done. And I hope you enjoyed all the activities. Are you now ready to discover another worthwhile writing activity? Today, we shall deal on another interesting and significant topic which you will be needing later in the world of work or in your future professions. So, please have with you your pen and paper and a copy of your reading assignment. How do you see yourself after your senior high school and college graduation? Do you find yourself ready and confident in applying for a job? In this writing lesson, you will learn how to prepare yourself for your future career. Thus, self-assessment is necessary by first knowing your interests as an individual as it will bring you to what you are going to become someday. More so, you will also be knowledgeable and skillful on the logistics of business correspondence, particularly discourses in the profession. Confucius once said, Choose a job you love, and you will never have to work a day in your life. Like what you are going to do today, you will be preparing yourselves to the world of work. Now, let us make a self-assessment that will serve as your guide in planning for your career. So, please bring out a sheet of paper and reveal your responses for each step in career planning. Then, Reflect. But I have a goodness. I have your guest to reveal her answers, so you could have answers to benchmark own. Please welcome Miss Maria Margaret Gray, a grade 12 student. First question What are your interests? I love to solve math problems. At the same time, I love to share what I know about math. Thank you. Students, 
please also write your answers. Second question. What are your strengths? I am always patient to people. I love having conversations with them. I used to talk, but I always make sure that my talking would always have sense. Thank you. Students, please also write your answers. Third question. What are your weaknesses? Maybe my weakness is that I cannot afford to see children who do not come to school and study. If I see one, I would always encourage him or her to study. Thank you. Students, please also write your answers. Fourth question. What are your skills, trainings, and experiences? I am good in math. I am good in ICT. I have several trainings in ICT and math. I also have a good interpersonal skill. Thank you. Students, please also write your answers. Fifth question. What will be your college course? I want to take up Bachelor of Secondary Education, major in Mathematics. It has been my dream to be a teacher in math. Thank you. Students, please also write your answers. Sixth question. What are your job preferences? I only have one preference and that is to teach. To teach mathematics to pupils or students. It is really my line of interest to teach. Thank you. Students, please also write your answers. Seventh question. With your interest, do you find yourself sure of what will be your career in the future? Yes. Much as I love math and I love to teach children, I believe I already sure that I want to be a math Thank you. Students, please also write your answers. Eighth question. How do you see yourself applying for a job two years or six years from now? I see myself subjecting to the ranking of teacher applicants. Thank you. Students, please also write your answers. Thank you so much, Ms. Gray, for sharing your answers. Thank you so much too, sir, for inviting me as your guest in your podcast channel. If you are done with this activity, I believe you are now ready to write your resume because the data which you have just written are our basis in writing your resume. What is a resume? What is it for? What is its format? A resume is a document that contains a brief account of a person's education, skills, work experiences, and other qualifications. It is usually sent along with job applications and sometimes with a school application as well. It is also one of the most important pieces of writing as it is the key that will open the door to good jobs.
in formatting your resume, the following section details the categories that normally appear in it. Now, I am sending you a sample resume in your group chat. And please, benchmark while I am discussing to you the parts. First is the heading. Your heading should include the essential personal information. Your name should appear at the top, and it should stand out above all else on the paper. Please look into the sample resume that I have sent. Also include your address, phone number, and email address. Does it have all of those in the heading? Please check. Second is the objective. Employers often say that this is the most important part of the resume. It is generally a one-sentence explanation of the type of job you are seeking. Your objective should be fairly specific. If you are applying for different jobs, change your objective to match each type of job. If you are uncertain about the specific positions available, note your areas of interest like what we did in our first activity. Third is the education. This section outlines your educational background or award as well as any academic achievement you have received. You should include the name of the college you attended, the degrees you completed, and honors or achievements you earned. But since you are just senior high school, then just write your honors and achievements during your junior high school. The fourth section is the activities section. Employers like to see people who have been involved in the school or community activities. In this section, lists of special activities participated in and organizations joined are shown. Fifth is the work experience section. This section includes your previous or present job experiences, which include your position and designation and the name of institution or agency. Are you still following class? Sixth is the summary of your skills. This section includes a list of your special skills or talents, which are not included elsewhere on the resume, but would be relevant to the employer. Seventh, have the referral or character references section. This section includes the name of persons whom you think know you and your character, usually a previous employer or an official. You should have at least two to three people who can speak about your character. Make sure you have asked their permission to include them as references. Create a separate list of references including their names, addresses, employers, job titles, and phone numbers. And so, 
Those are the parts of your resume class. So we have the heading, the objective, the education section, the activities, the work experience section, summary of skills, and referral or character references. Do you have any question class? To enlighten you more about resume writing, as well as the tips and tricks in writing it, may I introduce to you the Tech Blue Org and Kennesaw State Career Planning and Development. Did you know creating a personal brand is critical to any career development process? And crafting an impressive resume is one of its main components. So what exactly is a resume? It's a document that tells prospective employers exactly what you want them to know about you and why you would be a good fit for their open position. In a sense, it's a way for you to put your best foot forward, a way to sell yourself on paper to a potential employer. In order to sell yourself effectively, I'm going to run through a checklist of what you should keep in mind. Bear in mind, everyone has a different opinion on what works, but there are some overarching principles that seem to work well in most industries. First, let's talk about formatting. You'll need to create the framework of your resume by creating effective headings. These can be your education and experience type sections, but could also include leadership, scholarships, or honors. It really just depends on what you want to present to potential employers. Once you know which sections you'll use, you'll also want to consider putting the sections in an order that best links your skills to an employer's opportunity. It's also good to keep in mind some general formatting rules. You wanna have margins that are half an inch to one inch all the way around. It's also good to choose just one or two fonts and to keep the font at a 10 to 12 point size. Once you've gotten the framework set, you'll start filling in the gaps. Starting at the top, you want to provide your name and your accurate contact information. Some people also choose to include a link to their LinkedIn or other online profile. I'd recommend this if your online presence is up to date and helps to enhance your resume. The next section of a resume is often a summary of skills or an objective statement. This section can be really useful in providing context for the reader. Why are you applying? Why are you the best fit? You can use this section to paint that picture effectively and give context for what's to come in subsequent sections. After the summary of skills or objective statement, you'll often see an education section or an experience section, depending on which is more relevant to the position. If you've been in a degree program recently and honed in on new relevant skills, you might lead with an education section. If you've been working in the field for many years and want to take a next step in the field you're already in, the experience section might make the most sense. In either case, you'll want the experiences outlined to be in reverse chronological order, highlighting your most recent education or experience first. When you begin to work on your experience section, be sure your bullet points include action verbs in tenses that reflect past or ongoing work. Try not to exceed two to four bullet points per position, though this, of course, varies depending on your length of tenure at a position. 
bullet points should demonstrate key skills and major accomplishments using numbers and percentages rather than routine tasks and duties. After education and experience, it's a good idea to add other sections to flesh out one complete or two complete pages. Often, students will consider a section called relevant coursework and projects to draw out some meaningful work completed within the classroom. If you're still looking for additional sections to complete your resume, consider volunteer work, honors or extracurricular activities, placing special emphasis on any leadership roles you may have had. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, your resume is the first impression you get to make on someone who could possibly hire you. So proofread. You're looking for consistency of formatting and error-free content. Often, our worst enemy is having looked too long at our own work. So ask a friend or two to give your resume a once-over. Does it look complete, informative, professional, and pleasing to the eye? Does it make a compelling case for your candidacy? If so, you're ready to go. Creating and writing an effective resume says a lot about yourself. Resumes should always be typed and never handwritten. A resume should make a statement about you. Let's start from the beginning of the document. Use a template if you can. Start with your name. Bold it and make it stand out along with your email address mailing address, phone number, and any other information you'd like to include. The objective. While not required, it's highly recommended that you have an objective on your resume. An objective should just be a brief statement about a job you are seeking. For example, John here is seeking a job that involves working on vehicles and providing customer service to his customers. Education. List the education started with the most uh, starting with the most recent. If you have any degrees, be sure to list those. Bold anything that you want to stand out, but don't overdo yourself. Experience. List other jobs you have worked for, starting from the most recent. Bold titles that will stand out to help that goes along with your objective. And of course, use references and provide skills. If you don't have any references to list, make them available upon request. If you use references, you should at, li you should at least list three references. And when you are finished, review your resume and make sure everything looks good. That includes spell checking and grammar checking your resume. Have someone, have a friend or someone else read over your resume for you. When it's all good, print the resume out on the paper of your choice. I personally prefer linen paper to make your resume look more professional. These have been some quick tips on resumes. You can download the full ebook to resume making tips and this template from techblue.org. Knowing how to write a resume is indeed very essential. If you are knowledgeable enough in crafting a resume, then you can be at the top list of your employer's list of employees to be hired. Then, we can say that a resume is one of the passports in landing a job. So, craft very well your resume and be remembered by your future employer in less than 
30 seconds. Now, let us try to write your resume. First, recall the ideal job that you have discovered based on your self-analysis. Use the internet and search for a job posting related to or that describes your ideal job. Afterward, you are now ready to start crafting your resume. If you are done searching, please craft your heading. Please base on the sample resume I have sent to you. Next, please craft your objective. Again, refer to the sample resume which I have sent to you. Third, is the education. Next, please craft your activities. Next, please craft your experiences. Next, please craft the summary of your skills. And last but not the least, please craft your character references. To capsulate, a resume is a document that contains a brief account of a person's education, skills, work experiences, and other qualifications. It is usually sent along with job applications and sometimes with a school application as well. It follows section details like a heading, objective, education, activities, work experience, summary of skills, and character references. For your quiz today, I am sending in your group chat a Google form. Please check and answer all the 20 item tests for 20 minutes. For your additional activity, please encode your drafted resume and send the soft copy in my email genuine.contilio at depth.gov.ph. I hope that you have understood our topic today. I am looking forward for more lectures with you. If you have questions, just feel free to call me with my number 0975-9950-325 or you may contact me through my messenger Jennerine Papugay Continuo. Please feel free to play and play my podcast until you will be able to understand the lesson. Happy to teach you all. Till next time. Bye-bye.